surfs up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. And challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a surfing experience and ability transferometer. What here supposes up, Buzzy? The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilanteism, which is Batman 67, almost 68 at this point. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. Today, God help us, we're watching Season 3, Episode 7, Louis the Lilac. Directed by George Wagner, he of the two lowercase g's, and written by Dwight Taylor, who somehow made a living as a playwright. Our original air date is October 26, 1967, with special guest villain Louis the Lilac, as played by Milton Berle. Our one-sentence Wikipedia summary, Louis the Lilac terrorizes Gotham City's flower community. And as I said last time, that sounds like a horrible synopsis. And it was. But it was apt. This oh, it was, was apt. This was so hard to watch. Uh, it, it, it took me so long to get through this episode. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'm making finally making good progress on, on my notes for this episode. I got to be almost done. And then the Batman theme song hit, and I realized the episode hadn't even started yet. Uh, oh, God, I didn't see the reaction. Yeah, it was like forever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, to give you listeners an idea of what we're dealing with here, in the 50s at some point, FCC Chairman Newton Minow said that TV was a vast wasteland. And that's what they named the SS Minnow on Gilligan's Island for, was despite him. Um, had Minnow seen this episode of television, he wouldn't have said boo because he would have been busy hanging himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- this was, again, sometimes these episodes feel like like they've got an axe to grind, you know? like. <laughs> Like a dirty hippie stole this guy's girlfriend or something. And so that's part of it. Uh, there's a, a contrast here. Like Milton Burl is old, old Hollywood. You know, this isn't like old Hollywood to new Hollywood. This is like... This is vaudeville he his, Hollywood. He, he got his start in like the silent pictures as a child actor. And then became Mr. Television and Uncle Milty and was... A big deal in the fifties, like, and then his career declined. So now he's here on season three of Batman. It, it it's interesting, but it doesn't make for an entertaining episode of television. This is where vaudeville terminates by careening off the side of a cliff. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's it's done. We'll get into it. Let's start the the episode begins on another brisk, bright day blossoming in Gotham City. 
but is the day the only thing that's blooming or isn't blooming like what already i'm annoyed because that makes no sense and i don't get yeah. it Desmond Doomsday has two times this episode where he starts talking and you're like, "What? what did you fall asleep and just come to and you're concerned you didn't say your part? What, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in Commissioner Gordon's office, they're they're talking that, you know, the police are all ready. The flower children are ready. They're ready for a flower in. But there's no flowers. Someone has cornered the flower market in Gotham City. And that means there's going to be trouble, Bagora. Bagora. Yeah. Bagora. Uh, and then they immediately cut to Milton Burl as Louis the Lilac. And he's like, yeah, plenty of trouble. Like he heard what was going on. And <laughs> okay. That's the kind of episode this is going to be. It's like a convenient yeah. broadcast on the Professor's Coconut Radio. Yeah. What's yeah, that? so that's directly relevant to us. Yeah, and that's it. There's a flower in. So they don't really explain what that is, but it's some kind of hippie bullshit, according to whoever wrote this and the respect that they have for hippies. And the, the hippies are going to be mad when there's no flowers for their flower in because someone has cornered oh, the what market. What are they going to do? Say peace? Move on? Yeah. yeah. There's no flowers. You can't be a flower child without flowers, by golly. And they mean like, Flowers like the plant, not flower like like one of them's gonna get a real job as a baker and do something useful with their life. <laughs> Instead, they're all just cluttering up the park. Yeah. Yeah. Occupy Wall Street. That's what they're doing. You really see the evolution of how like the backtrack of that or how they got to that point from what their grandparents were doing in the sixties. Which was mostly just laying in a field and hiding in baskets. Yeah. Yeah. So, Louis here, after his plenty of trouble drop-in line, he, he tells us his plan. He's going to corner the flower market to use his flower power to mind-control the future leaders of the country. Because some of these hippies are the future leaders of the country, so he's going to use his flowers to mind-control them. I wrote Bill Clinton question mark because he was the only <laughs> president from the uh flower power generation yeah he was the only Maybe. hippie president so you're in the wrong place for this louis you should be in arkansas I, i've got i've got two notes here first of all isn't this the plot of the b movie and then it's the plot of the b movie and then I was going to do, do my Jerry Seinfeld impression, which is kind of like, oh, Archie, who are these people? <laughs> it's Sammy Davis Jr. B. Yeah, it was uh, that. My other note here, Milton Berle is playing this character, Louis the Lilac. So he's supposed to be like a gangster, right? Or like a mob kind of character. But he reminds me of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like a Sesame Street puppet gangster character. <laughs> that's like, hey, my plan, we want to get all the bread and all the cheese, you know, to teach the kids about the food groups. Hey, like it's it's not a serious, it's, he's playing it straight. He's not 
like he, yeah he he's trying to play the character straight but it comes across like a like a less entertaining version of the good feathers you know like the pigeon gangster characters on on animaniacs that was entertaining yeah. and funny this is it's like a like a pretend gangster like pizza the hut you know like he's i yeah. i don't know i'm it was weird no i agree it's a stupid plot for a gangster like if this was if this is what you do with your crime career how have you lived this long because you're like 70 yeah when the like when there's bookmaking and stuff it's like the penguin doing it not a real gangster character like they could have done something and had like a real gangster like in the old superman show they're always it's always gangsters they're up against it's never super criminals that would be fun yeah. here but but they make it superman's yeah. always putting it to the gangsters <laughs> yeah it's a it's all about the flowers. We're going to control the flower market. What? Yeah. I don't... It's... You the Lilac would have been a fine villain for Superman. Yeah. So, Louis here. Let's go to the flower mobile. We're going to go to the flower inn and do that. Meanwhile... By that he means the... drive out into the middle of a field. <laughs> yeah, in a stupid car. <laughs> it looks like a hearse. But, like, I don't even, uh, I don't know. They just glued flowers to an old gangster car, you know, like a convertible. It's stupid. Meanwhile, at the flowerless, flowerless flower inn, they really don't think much of hippies here at all. Uh, <laughs> he just, Damn dirty he even, hippies. Before he even talks here, this hippie looks like Prince Adam from He-Man's stunt double. The guy playing the flute that's gonna snake charm this lady out of a basket, he's got yeah, he's he's got nineteen eighties He Man hair, and it made me laugh. He reminded me of Green Arrow, only I hated him less than Green Arrow because I feel like he could at least be of some use in a fight as cannon fodder. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy actually once he gets lines later on, I really like him. He's one. Of, he's probably yeah. my favorite character in this show for sure. In this episode, he should be the new Robin. <laughs> he should. And he's he kind of like in his hippie thing later on. He's he's like Matthew McConaughey's stunt double is playing Prince Adam. <laughs> so he plays this flute and snake charms this lady out of a basket. This is Princess Primrose, the leader of the hippies, and Prince Adam here confronts her about the lack of flowers at this flower inn. He's like. Yo, trippy babe, some flower in Princess Primrose without any flowers. I mean, it's freaky, man, you know? Like, how can we take a flower love trip without flowers? And he's he's like, like 42 years old, just for the record. Yeah, yeah he's, he is. He's old. She's, she's, <laughs> he left his, his CPA job to do this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and she says, like, just think flowers man and then in the oddest it's the biggest like record scratch stop moment ever barbara gordon happens to be walking through the park and she's in like <laughs> a suit she's like a proper lady and then yeah she's walking past all these dirty hippies and she walks up to the lady what's her name primrose yeah princess primrose and Princess Primrose 
who sounds like Janis Joplin if she just downed like a 40 of straight bourbon, is like, Hey, it's Barbara Gordon. Haven't seen you since college. Just like a square. Barbara's like, Thelma, is that you? I can't tell for all the dirt and poorness. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Velma, and then I thought it was Selma, but I think you're right. I think it's Thelma. Uh, either way, she's like, it's not that any longer. It's Princess Primrose. And Barbara's and not Barbara, who was trained by the League shit. of Assassins and has no time for this bullshit, is like, that's dumb as hell. I gotta go. Yeah, I'm late for work. Uh, yeah, and then oh, I have while what's they're called a job. <laughs> yeah, and then Louis the Lilac pulls up in the flower mobile, and they're all like, "Yeah, Louis the Lilac is here to save us in his flower mobile, groovy man." Why do they know who Louis the Lilac is? I had serious like, so you're adult, nay? Eh? Thought you'd be taller vibes, like. Why do you know who this random flower-based gangster is? Why do you know who this random bouncer is? How does how do these legends spread? Oh, I wish I wish this was a Roadhouse remake. That would make me so much happier. Later, Sam Elliott turns up as Louis the Lilac's old mentor. Yeah, this is also Forrest Gump meets Roadhouse, though, because Louis the Lilac almost immediately like first they throw out some plastic flowers at these dirty hippies and then he mind controls Jenna with this uh he's got a flower on his lapel and he squeezes it and it makes like a laser noise which is some kind of spray apparently that mind controls people so he's like hey you're coming back to my greenhouse lady you're drugged and she's like, I was like i've been drugged babe I'll do what I want. <laughs> He's like, gross. Is there not anybody more appealing? Yeah. Like, and then uh, Prince Adam the hippie is like, Jenna, come back. Uh, and then he's like, <laughs> now that's a bum trip, man. Princess Primrose leaving with Louis the Lilac. These plastic flowers ain't worth that, man. And that's the first sign of trouble here with the dirty hippie. Barbara's like, don't touch my purse. <laughs> yeah. I hope I don't smell like you. I can't shower on my in my clothes on my way to work. Yeah. And then really after all that. To me, it's overpowering my perfume. Yes. Now we get this is where I was like, okay, this episode's almost over. Nope. Opening credits time. I had the same reaction. I was like, this has been going on forever. And then it was like and I was like, the hell? Yeah. Uh Awful. Then I checked the timestamp and was like, oh, sweet Jesus, there's more than 20 minutes left. Yeah, we were three minutes in at this point. Wonderful. I've already got two pages of notes. That's, yeah. Ugh. So after the opening credits, uh, we're in the greenhouse of Louis the Lilac with the mind-controlled girl for a minute. Not much happens here. She Barbara... reveals his stupid-ass plan. Yeah. Again. Barbara Gordon then is in her dad's office, Commissioner Gordon, and he's really not taking her seriously here. He's being very condescending, and I don't get it because she's the only smart person besides Alfred in this entire city. So I don't understand. At one point, he says, "Be like a good, you know what a good librarian is, Barbara? Quiet." 
Yeah, almost. It's not quite that bad, but almost. He's just like that's what I wrote in my head because I was bored. Yeah, she. He said the line is a good librarian is a calm librarian. Run along now, but either way, she's trying to be like, hey, my friend was kidnapped by a gangster, and he's like, oh, tut tut, you should be at work, shouldn't you? Don't you have a cat or a bird to take care of? You should blah blah blah. Like, why do you even work outside the home, young lady? You should find yourself a husband. Anyway, Are those we're off. Shoes you're wearing? I declare you're a witch. <laughs> anyway, we're off to a meeting with the city council. Uh, run along now. And then they leave. And she says, huh, that's some bullshit. And she picks up the bat phone. Yeah. Because she needs some help. Because again, she just what, witnessed a drugging and a kidnapping. And no well, one's really taking her seriously. Well, really, the reason seriously. is because it's not her name on the title card. Otherwise, she would just go take care of herself as she does later. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so she uses she the Batman phone... Batman in some way because otherwise, it's just the Batgirl show. Yeah, I I feel like they replaced the bat phone here with a giant bat phone to make her look small and childlike. Because did you notice that that phone receiver is really big in her hand and like it next looks to like her a head. Happy Meal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. She phones the Batcave. Uh, Batman and Robin are putting a flower decal on the Batmobile. Because uh, they're going to be a Which, guest of honor why? at the Flower Inn. Why would Batman, a man who has money, entertain these people? Yeah, well, because they want to be hip with the kids, dog. <laughs> yeah, the kids in the 60s were saying dog a lot. Yeah, I don't know. This this episode, all the hippie talk and stuff in this episode reminds me of how I sound when I try to talk like 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 my kids, you know, or like like the generation of youth, uh, even that I work with, you know, and it's like, oh man, these sandals are drip. I got the riz. And I'm like, I what? Huh? That's what it sounds like when I try to talk like that. That's how this episode is. Okay, have you ever read the actual 60s version of the Teen Titans? Any of them? No. Recommendation no, for you and our listeners. It is fantastic. It is a team of middle-aged Jewish men. And by that I mean <laughs> it was the 60s, so they were like 32. And they're all completely out of touch. And they all, all, make, all the characters sound like they have some sort of severe brain injury. It is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's delightful. I uh, refuse to acknowledge any other version of the Teen Titans. Like, oh, there's a Teen Titans TV show now with all the 14 billion characters. No. They're basically a band that solves mysteries. And they talk in nonsensical what the writers think is hipster slang. Okay, that's interesting. I'd watch that. But also, Teen Titans Go, the cartoon that's meant to be silly, uh, is delightful. I've heard, mostly from yeah. you, but yeah. I still go back to, yeah, but I like when they're, like, socially conscious, but it's in the most patronizing way possible. <laughs> okay, that's fun, yeah. I'll check that out, but you got to check out Teen Titans Go, because they constantly mock Robin for having no powers and having baby hands. <laughs> it's, it's delightful. <laughs> and he takes himself very seriously, and everyone makes fun of him. It's delightful. Yeah, all all versions of Robin have to take themselves super seriously. It's just part of his thing. Yeah. You can't have a Robin who's like Spider-Man, who's like, I should have been dead years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's no fun. 
anyway, back in the show we're watching, uh, at the greenhouse, they have a, a human-sized hothouse. So they're going to stick this uh, Princess uh, Primrose in there. Uh, meanwhile, she's like, oh, yeah, Barbara Gordon saw us, by the way, and her dad's the cut. And they're like, oh, no, uh, my stupefying aromatic spray from my pocket lilac will fix you. And they spray her on mind controller again and then stick her in this warm room. Aren't most hot houses human sized? I'm asking legitimately. I don't know, but I yeah, assume I they would be because they like grow tomatoes and stuff in there. Don't they have to have people go in there and pick them out to sell them? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's unnecessary. Also, did I blow your mind completely? No, but also it's not even a. They don't even. It's not a room. It's like a. It's like a fake wall that says hot house on it with like a paper th like thermometer on the outside marked to hot it's it's the it doesn't word like do anything or there's registered heat a, in any way it's just a wall it's like a flat it's like a flat from a play there's no and you but you can see it there's no dimension to it. it's just the lowest budget high school production of a little shop of horrors i guess would be the closest i don't know it's it's stupid this would be so much better if they added elements from little shop of horrors well, they do later, kind of, with the man-eating. No, but I mean, like the guy who runs the flower shop, who's like from Russia and thinks that all the American teens are stupid. He was delightful. Yeah, I. Uh, that would have been better than this. All right, let's start talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> Louisville. Like after she goes into the into the room in quotation marks, um, he gives after she walks around this little this little piece of cardboard here. Yeah. He gives his goons some some instructions. You, watch the girl. You, tail Barbara Gordon and see what she told her dad. I'm going to police headquarters to see if I can find the Batmobile. Yeah, why would they be there? I don't know. But he, they are, so he, he was right. And police headquarters has really taken a downgrade in this third season with the restricted budgets because the alley behind police headquarters is just like, you know, the alley outside the studio. Yeah. The next scene here is... Uh, Prince Adam McConaughey riling up the crowd. Like, they can't do this to us. They just gave us some plastic flowers, and this is bullshit, and my drugs are wearing off. Let's all go <laughs> down to Fuzz Town, man. Uh, and then they get onto a truck and head downtown or whatever. I was like, yes! This is finally going to take off and go in some interesting direction. And it's, it's the same that they're killed along the way. You never see them again. Yeah, but you hear about them. They're, yeah, they are it's places. Like, they just boy, they really it. tore up downtown. Man, it was that was something. Yeah, I like this line here. He's like, "Let's go down to Fuzz Town," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> let's you go must down a... to Fuzz Town and freak out the streets." Yeah, you must be a dynamo with the ladies. Um, so <laughs> they all get into like a turnip truck and downtown. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, this is gonna get excellent. Yeah, but no. And, th and then the, the, there's even a black guy. Did you see that? Uh, everyone I climbs did. up on the step, and then he's left behind to like load the step in, and then pop yeah. in the back by himself because he's the only one that can jump high enough to get in the back of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are all hideously unathletic, is why they became hippies. Yeah. Well, plus they're forty years old. I knew how to add or do any basic basic physical labor. I wouldn't be here today. So now they're in Commissioner Gordon's office. Batman and Robin are here. Commissioner Gordon is shit-talking his daughter for using the phone. 
I'm really sorry. I, I can't believe Barbara would use the bat phone like that to tell you about a crime that I myself dismissed. Yeah. I like, screamed at her so loud, I turned red in the pants. And Batman's like, all right. Yeah, this 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 kicked off our first argument we've ever had. Dude, that shows what kind of a parent you are. If you've never argued with your kid and she is in her 20s, uh, you probably weren't paying attention. Well, Barbara probably... is a competent professional who has an education and tried to train with the League of Shadows, so clearly she was raised by her mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he lives in his office. But he's just... Uh, uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe she would do that. Take it upon herself to report a crime. Oh, uh, I, that's not how I raised her. Like, it's just... Again... Why does he hate women this episode? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, then the phone rings. It's Bonnie, uh, of course, from his, his secretary. She's like, there's a bunch of flower children here to see you. Uh, yeah. We almost get the excellent scene of Prince Valiant leading them into the office to eat Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. Yeah. But instead, Batman and Robin are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, gotta, we, better go down the, uh, we better go down the window, out the window with the bat rope. Uh, they go out the window be... just as they kick the door open, and he's like, here comes revolution, man! And it cuts the scene. Yeah, they're not afraid of the hippies, but they don't want to be mobbed. You see, the flower children dig us. Uh, they they love us, man. It's really weird. So we're going to be real nice and dig them back. Yeah, so we're going to sneak out the window, and then Gordon's like, brace, your health. brace yourself, Chief O'Hara, because he says, Bonnie, let them in now. And then he says, brace yourself, Chief O'Hara. They're going to stink. <laughs> That's not what he said. But he says something like, oh, the odor or something. Like, he basically says, uh, brace yourself. It's going to get real smelly in here. But we don't see that. They cut away. What smells like patchouli? Gee, I can't guess. <laughs> uh, so down at the Batmobile, there's a card left on the steering wheel for a flower shop. Batman surmises this might be a clue Ugh. i just yeah strong emphasis on might be because he's been doing this for years but still isn't quite sure yeah he really doesn't know what's going on in any of these episodes in season three he's just like oh let's go check out this flower shop <laughs> louis phones ahead and tells the lady to poison he's like hey warning batman and uh, robin might show up uh poison him would you yeah, sure, no problem. Well, I guess we're fighting the hippie peace movement now. But Batman, don't we want peace? I don't know. I can't keep track. Uh, meanwhile, we that flower shop lady is really weird. She seems like she's she's got way too much makeup on, and she's obviously high on some kind of prescription pills. She's really uh, stiff moving, too. Like, she just moves parts of her body, not her whole body. Yeah. Batman acts like he wants to bone her, uh, which is weird. She goes, she's like, oh, do you want to smell these crazy flowers I've got in this flower vault? There's a vault in there with, like, a combination lock on the front. Like, this is where I keep the flowers people might want to steal. Just, I, I, this is the dumbest flower shop ever. Uh, she comes out with these poison lilacs. Fly and like, eats her. Yeah. They just throw these lilacs on the, she just comes out and, like, throws them on the floor. And she's like, whoops. And Robin's like, I'll get them. And Batman says, no, wait don't they could be poison and he puts like his batman breathing apparatus on his face but robin just like falls down and gets poisoned because he's stupid yeah immediately and then batman like doesn't stop to think here he's also stupid 
because he's like, oh, that lady just tried to poison us. I better check on Robin and turn my back to her and not be like, hey, uh, why'd you do that? And then she bonks him on the head with a with a vase, and now he's unconscious too. Then the they make a scene... seamless transition to Barbara Gordon talking to her bird, the living parody of Robin's existence. Yes. And she's like, huh, I think I was followed, Charlie. Yeah, I think someone came up the... The freight elevator while I came up the elevator. Or someone used the stairs while I came up the elevator. Wait a minute. If someone's following me and they came up the stairs, they might be on the terrace right now. And she looks and sure enough, there's some goon out there. And she's like, what are you doing on my terrace? Yeah, this scene like, is so long. Not the scene, yeah. but the whole, like the scene is short. But the whole thing with the guy in her apartment just drags on forever. You're a trained killer. And what's he, what's he going to do? He's like a mobster from 1932 just kick his ass yeah but she doesn't want to do that because she's playing she's good at having a secret identity unlike bruce wayne who'd be like i'll punch you out myself because i'm bruce wayne she's she can't let on that she's got to be afraid so she's like but she's not afraid she's weird she's like hey uh what are you doing here on my terrace and he's like oh, i'm just checking out the view and she's like on my terrace, and you're not even facing the uh, the wrong direction. You're looking at me, you pervert. And he's like, "Hey, uh, whatever. I'm a gangster. I'll do what I want." And she's like, "Oh, really? Well, I'll call the police." Uh, and she picks up the phone, and he just grabs the phone cord and tears it out of the wall. He's like, "No phone for you, lady." At which point, you think that Barbara would have just broken his arm. Yeah, but she's still acting like, "Oh, oh, what should I do?" And then they cut away. I'm just a helpless librarian strung out on book paint fumes book glue fumes <laughs> yeah except she didn't go to work today she missed that completely i think so she left poor what's her name gerda or whatever i don't remember thelma that, no no i was thinking about the lady that works at the library the bitch that oh, her oh mail. yeah 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 the lady who has no choice but to be there right yeah, yeah i imagine that barbara encountered her friend from college who's now a filthy hippie and was like have I made wrong life decisions? Learning how to fight an entire army by myself and such? No. No, but I still don't feel like going to work today. Yeah. Maybe she called in sick. I don't know. She can't now because she doesn't have a phone. Uh, I'm meanwhile, stick it to the man by not going to work and also fighting with the sword. Yeah. Or she's just really mad and plotting. She, like, she should really be plotting to kill her father right now for how he talked to her. That really bothers me. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't realize that I'm a ninja master. Yeah. So now Batman and Robin are in the hothouse themselves where there's a man-eating lilac, but it's just a wall uh, with, like, some fake plants on it, and they're, like, stuck to it, and there's weird plant hands coming out and, like, molesting them. It's really strange. Batman's like, don't worry, chum. Plants don't have teeth, so they're just going to dissolve us. Yeah, they're slowly digesting us. And Robin's like, well, can't you do something with your uh, your utility belt? And he said, no, the plant ate my utility belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Immediately dissolved his utility belt, but they're fine. They're still okay. I wish now I'd made it out of metal and some sort of filings as opposed to balsa board. And sponges, yeah. Yeah. So now Alfred's doing dusting something in the bat cave. The bat phone rings, he answers it, 
They're not here. What? They're not there. Where could they be? They were just here and they said they were going there and they're not here. They were after Louis the Lilac. They said they were going to go use the bad computer. I don't even know. What are we going to do? And Alfred's like, ah, never mind. So he uses the bat computer <laughs> and finds out where Louis the Lilac is. Because uh, really all we need in Gotham City, we don't even need the police. We just need Alfred and Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even need the bat computer, really. So meanwhile, back at the hideout, uh, the goons and Princess Primrose and Louis the Lilac are watching through the window in the door, watching Batman and Robin slowly be eaten by a man-eating plant. Uh, Princess Primrose calls... meaning no progress made at all. Yeah, completely not happening at all. Princess Primrose calls Louis a monster, and he's like, Whoa, such language. What would your flower children think to hear you talking like that? Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Now let's go to the flower inn. So they all so they gas her again with the laser plant, and then they go off to the flower inn. Then they go off to the ridiculous thing. Yes. Vague hand uh, gesture. Meanwhile, back in Barbara Gordon's apartment, uh, Batgirl shows up to save Barbara because he's like at the door. He's like, "Hey." What are you doing in there? What takes you so long to powder your nose in a locked room? I don't. And then Batgirl shows up from the from the terrace, and she's like, Barbara's "Hey, like, uh, I'm pooping." And then Batgirl shows up. Yeah. And the gangsters like, "Oh, oh no! Who are you? Some kind of lady Batman?" And then it's like, "I'm getting out of here." And he goes to leave through the through the front door, and he sees the police are coming. So then he runs out the other side and Batgirl's like the police are coming and then she runs away too and Gordon and O'Hara come in and they're like well what's going on is that Batgirl that we just saw running away and then Barbara Gordon comes out of her room and she's like no dad there was a gangster Uh, he followed me home and then pulled the phone cord out of the wall and then I locked myself in the bedroom uh glad you're here job neighborhood watch prevention I appreciate the hard work yeah and he's like, well, you should move home. You shouldn't have your own place. He's like, oh my goodness, what is wrong with you this week? Jesus Christ. Why are you being like this? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you even phoning me? It wasn't to apologize, obviously. She's so like, then... I subsisted off of three grains of rice and hate for several years while I trained in Tibet. I don't need your crappy office to live in. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, Chief O'Hara's wife, the potted plant, would be super jealous if there was another lady in there. Yeah. So, Sure, Commissioner, I think their menstrual cycles are syncing up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alfred shows up and, like, looks in and sees the police and then just, like, bolts. It's like that scene where Grandpa's walking into the brothel <laughs> or whatever and sees Bart and just, just like, walks, walks in a circle and walks out. Yeah, that's basically what Alfred does here. <laughs> I love though when he comes back in from the terrace and he's like, I just came back, I walked out the side and went across the ledge. Yeah. I'm a badass. I just walked on a ledge. How's it going? Yeah, yeah exactly. She's like, Wow, that terrace is really getting a lot of traffic today. He's like, Yeah, yeah. I snuck out the, the service door and walked along the outside of the building to get here. Uh didn't want the police to see me. And she's, she's then like, he sends. You seem like you're like you have like, you know, 
nerves of steel. He's like, yes, the two of us have both killed men. So yes. we're competent professionals. Yeah, so he sends Batgirl to save Batman. Uh, at the flower end now, uh, the spray thankfully wears off, and Primrose is like, hey, wait a minute, uh, this seems like some bullshit. And then Prince Adam comes over, and like, he's like, hey, uh, you want to get away from these goons and save Sir? They just walk over to the group of hippies. And then Louis's like, oh, no, the dirty hippies. And then they run away, and the hippies chase them in their truck. All of which would have been so much better on its own, just as a film. Yeah, yeah, we don't really need this Batman horse shit. We need a movie. Of, we need this movie about hippies. Yeah. Now we're back at the death trap, where again we're about to be devoured by these man-eating plants very slowly. I can feel it almost starting to... Maybe it's full from eating my utility belt. That's why it's not eating us yet. But, man, we're in a lot of danger. Hold on a second. I got my foot a little bit loose. Maybe I can kick this flower pot through that window over there and get us out of here. You think that'll work? I guess so. I don't know. So they do, and this sudden little bit of cooler air coming in kills this plant immediately, and they're safe. Yeah. Good thing man-eating plants suck so much. Yeah. At this point, my phone I was watching this on somehow went, <sighs> Is there more to that story, or it just went, Ugh. No, it just was tired. <laughs> it went, <sighs> All right, well, now we get to liven things up, because now that they've escaped the death trap and the goons are back from the flower, and it's time for a fight. And when it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. Them's fighting words or something, I don't know. During this shitty episode shakedown, we get Kapow, Whack, Pow, Whap, Clunk, Sock, and Bam. This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham. Fight words recap. Okay, so Batman gets his ass handed to him through most of this fight until he backs into a table full of giant gourds, which gave me the idea for a TV show called Saved by the Gourd, in which a <laughs> gang of teens that represent your basic teen types. There's an athlete and a cheerleader, and there's a nerd kid. Anyway, they, they meet a man at the farmer's market where they all go to hang out, who's Amish. And together, they solve crimes and mysteries. So it's like, and then at the end, he teaches them a lesson. He's like, surely, English, thou should not trust the shady real estate developer for you see. And he teaches them about what, what the episode was about. That would be better than this. Saved by the Gourd. <laughs> Coming soon to Peacock. Yeah. I, uh, I went with a shitty episode shakedown here. I had other, like, there's lots of flower-related things I could have done, but I'm tired of putting more effort into writing these <laughs> than the people that wrote the episode itself. Like, that was, I've, this is my hippie movement. I'm not going to a flower, and I'm going to protest by, by just not putting a bunch of effort in, you know? Let's go burn down City Hall, man! <laughs> my 
<laughs> we're going down to fuzz town <laughs> next week on saved by the gourd so you narcs canceled lancelot link and now you're gonna pay <laughs> is that your best best effort <laughs> yeah well i guess what? that's over i'm real sorry we'll go back to the park now my favorite part here was during this fight Batman and Batgirl, because Batgirl shows up mid-fight and helps out. Uh, Batman and Batgirl stop fighting and just have a chat with each other for a while about things. How'd you know we were here? Ah, we'll talk later. But meanwhile, Robin is still fighting. He's like chewing and clawing at some goon. <laughs> and they just leave, they just leave, leave Robin to like bite and scratch. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite so, part of this fight though was the ending of it. Yeah. You 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 can say it if you want. I was about to, but you go ahead if you want. Okay. So Louis the Lilac bothers to get up because he's been sitting down on this entire time. And he approaches Batgirl who picks up some pesticide and he's like, Don't spray that at me, it'll cause me to mold and wilt and it's it'll it's a killer or whatever. So she opens fire right in the man's face with an industrial strength pesticide. He immediately falls to the ground, clawing at his face like the Joker in most movie versions, and then just lays there still and his foot twitches. So Batgirl killed a dude, for all she knows. Yeah. And she's with it. My favorite part of that, so yeah, they've got this disfiguring poison stuff, and she just doesn't even have a second thought to spraying him in the face with it. But my favorite part of that was... Robin, the look on his face when she does that was like, what the fuck? Like, he was like, that's <laughs> that's fucked up even for me. Like, he was like, how is he? She deliberately tried to kill a man. Yeah, he, Robin was talked like, about it and fantasized. Yeah, yeah, Robin was definitely like, man, I gotta stop trying to mess with that lady. Like, he was like, oh, yeah. Was... And I can't imagine that this would go well for Louis the Lilac getting sprayed like an emptied a can of like industrial strength pesticide into his face because one time when I was a kid I got into a fight and um it was at this other kid's house and so I was on the ground and I wasn't doing well but I happened to reach into like the the like the drawer under their sink cuz we were fighting in the kitchen and I grabbed some oven cleaner and sprayed him in the face with it and he was real <laughs> sick for a long time and that was oven cleaner. That goes near your food. This is pesticide. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, pesticide gets closer to your food than oven cleaner, but that's the that's beside yeah. the point. Um <laughs> and I didn't keep spraying like Barbara Gordon or like Batgirl does here. Like I gave him a good spray, he fell off choking to death and developing cancer, and then I got up. Barbara yeah, just, like, or Batgirl just keeps going. She's like, yeah. Eat all of it. Oh, my goodness. I like your casual story about uh, how some guy kid messed with you and you casually gave him cancer and killed him. <laughs> it smelled like enchiladas, weirdly enough. <laughs> Racist and a murderer. Next that was week my on Sith Kings of Gotham. That I was like, that that worked out well for me in the end. But also, why does it smell like enchiladas? <laughs> oh, he's choking to death. I'll go ahead and go. Oh, merciful heavens! This scene ends here. 
the, the flower children are outside. Batman tells Robin to go outside and calm them down. And he's like, but they'll mob me. And Batman says, Ruby. I don't care if you die, chum. Yeah, that's how you know Batman's hip with the kids. He says, groovy. Uh, Batman's already found a replacement for you. His name is that guy in the park who's like 44 years old. Yeah, Prince Adam McConaughey. I like that guy. The Batgirl, we get a scene here with her riding away on her motorcycle, and the Batgirl song plays, and that song is literally the worst. (laughs) And they play like the whole damn song. It's just Batgirl riding her motorcycle forever. Yeah. Also, her motorcycle has a bunch of, like, tool on it. Yeah. Which seems weird. Yeah, just to make it frilly, because she's a girl. And also, instead of a windshield, uh, there's just a circle. Yeah. With no glass. And I don't know what that circle is for. Like, it's... I I think it's meant to be, like, a compact mirror, like, like to check her makeup in. Because she's a woman, and therefore bad. That tracks. But my goodness, why do they hate women so much? Especially when the woman is the star of the show now, and you give her, like... It's not even that she has plot armor. She is like, she is God now. Like she can't, she can't do any wrong, and she can't be beaten. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Batgirl is to this show what Batman is to like DC Comics. Like she's unbeatable. Everything she does is right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad they gave her a song. I guess, but why does it have to be the worst song? I'm gonna I'm gonna play the John Aston's Riddler's Family Ragtime Band song here when I edit this just to take my mind off how bad the Batgirl song is. It's John Aston's Riddler's Family Ragtime Band. I, there's a line in the song that says, "It's like, where did you come from? Where do you go? Did you?" Like come from outer space or something. Yeah, that just seems lazy. Yeah, and I get. I hey, lazy songs are my favorite. Don't get me wrong. Again, <laughs> I came up with Undercover Butler and John Aston's Riddler's Family Ragtime Band and recorded them by myself in about fifteen minutes just for fun. I get it. I personally I enjoy the sheer spite behind the song. We didn't start the fire, which is just a recitation of things and places. Yeah, and I'm not responsible for any of these things. See? Yeah. In my song. I didn't do that. Yeah. It's just a list of names of things that I know of. Yeah. Good old I really do Billy like Joe. that that song exists and is like a is is like a classic song everybody kind of knows some words to because it's just a man saying names. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good song. No. By no stretch, but I appreciate its success and its enduring popularity. Yeah, and then that's probably why Robin goes undercover as Billy Joel. Yeah, he's like, in 25 years, this will make a whole lot of sense. And Batman's like, whatever, just get out there, go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then they look out the window, and uh, Egghead is back. Yeah. On a horse, for some reason. So Vincent Price is... This is riding a horse. Uh, I'll save my Vincent Price impression for next week. When so, I actually watch this episode. My favorite kind of movie is Beach Party, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, I really hate that there aren't more beach party films because if it was up to me, there'd be like 500 made a year. There's nothing you can do wrong in this genre. But I also thought that American International Pictures that made the beach party films, they really didn't capitalize on what they had because they could have had like Hippie Party, which would have been this episode, but with all the Batman bullshit removed. And then it's just hippies versus like, yeah, and gourds. And they fight like a fruity uh, mobster. And then they also fight City Hall. And then at the end, they have like a party or whatever. And then they look out the window and one of them is like, hey, man, what's that? They're like, hey, it's AIP star Vincent Price. Looks like he's going to town with a Cossack. And then then like a credits roll and it says, don't miss next time when the hippies battle the Cossacks. And then at the end, they have a party. That sounds wonderful. Why isn't that a film? Yeah, that should be. That would have been better than this. So much better than this. <laughs> well, speaking of this, I guess it's time to rate it uh, on the Batman scale for his effectiveness as a crime fighter. Uh, he thought that the card that was planted in his car was a clue, which it was, so I guess that's one point. Uh, then he ignored the lady that poisoned Robin and got bonked on the head. Uh, so he that's minus a point. Lady who actually solved the problem. Yeah, and he he managed to free himself from a man-eating plant uh, by kicking a bucket. So I guess that's good. Uh, is he a one? That's that's an extra point. I think he's like a one, maybe a two. Yeah, he didn't, he's he didn't not do anything. No, he stuck a flower decal to the car. He's pandering yeah. to these dirty hippies. He used to be a wizard, like in season one. He would do something, and people would be like, Bagora, how did you do that? And he'd be like, I'm basically God. But then here we are now where it's like, he kicked a bucket or something. Yeah. Even in season two, it's like, yeah. Uh-huh, Batman, I poisoned you. Uh, you're about to succumb to my poison. And he's like, no, I coated my stomach with buttermilk. Okay, well, you thought ahead. That's good. Yeah, this is just... Bullshit. The computer does all the work. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like one or a two. One. On the Yeah, one. Okay, done. Uh on the Robin scale for just how crazy he is. Again, he didn't he didn't really do a he whole lot. He was kind of cowed in his craziness by watching Batgirl for what she knew at the moment deliberately kill a man. Yeah. But he was like clawing and scratching and biting that guy while they were having a heart-to-heart conversation, so I guess like a seven. I don't know. It was really striking when, I mean, for all she knew, she just murdered that guy, and she was fine with it, and she was like, back to casual conversation, and he was like, holy shit. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, so again, again, this it would be lower than a seven, except that the scale starts at six, so (laughs) I guess that's what it is. On the Warden Crichton scale for progressive penology, where we rate the plot, the plan, the scheme, the scam of the villain. One of the dumbest schemes in a long, long time. Yeah, this is like a negative one or a zero. Like, it's real stupid. There isn't really a plan. It's yeah, vague. Like, there's been villains who did real shit before. Like, oh, they threatened to kill some. Like, not really, but they threatened to pretend kill someone or they stole some money or... They overturned City Hall or something, or they kidnapped the UN, and nobody deliberately shot them in the face with pesticide. Yeah. 
Penguin ran for mayor one time. Like that was a scheme, but uh, this is literally it's so vague. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna run the flower racket in Gotham City to mind control hippies because one of them might be Bill Clinton someday. His plan was basically to be a popular old lady in like the Garden Club, and he in return he got sprayed in the face with industrial strength pesticide. Yeah. Yeah, that girl's a badass. I don't know if we're ready to go into the negatives yet. We might want to save that, but this is definitely a zero for the plan. Like, there's he doesn't do anything. This is stupid. I mean, it was no different than like a like a lady who was trying to be a small scale social climber, being like, "I'm going to take over the garden club, and then I'll have influence on the lions club." Yeah, I mean. I guess he like drugged and kidnapped that lady, but I she mean, was already drugged. I mean, he yeah. probably just colored her with some food. And he's a white guy. If it was a college student, like they they wouldn't want to harm his future by pressing charges against him. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. It's almost a non-crime. Like Batman. Batman's thing is he fights crime, but Louis the Lilac barely, if at all, committed a crime. Yeah, I mean, Barbara reported the kidnapping and potential rape, and her dad didn't even, he was like, yeah, whatever. You said she was a girl, right? Yeah, we got a meeting. See you later. By the way, don't use the phone on the way out. Yeah. This is a, this is a vile social commentary. I don't like it. Then she called Batman. He's like, I'm putting a sticker on my car, and she was like, I'll just <laughs> take care of it myself. Yeah. Uh. I did not expect when the season started, and I was like, hey, Batgirl. That it was going to become the Batgirl show and that she would try to kill a man. Yeah. But again, she's, besides Alfred, she's like the only character so far this season that has like any redeeming qualities whatsoever. Yeah. Even Bruce <laughs> Wayne. Any who, reason to be on screen. Yeah. Like, I love Bruce Wayne. I love Adam West. But. Yes. He's not giving us much this season. No. I'm not loving the Batgirl show. Like, I like her fine, but she's not that entertaining. Yeah, it's not entertaining in a comedy show to watch a competent person succeed. Yeah. Like, watching Robin's increasing jealousy of her. Like, why'd she get to kill a guy? You like, know, what's Robin going to do to Egghead next episode? Because he got to watch Batgirl, like, almost kill a man. Yeah. And she was yeah, fine he, with it. Yeah, he's going to have to one-up her. Are gonna try? He's gonna like chop off one of Egghead's hands and feed it to him. This will teach you to thieve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what we got. I'm looking for. I like Vincent Price. I'm looking Batman's forward to be like. My God, chum, you've gone too far and crossed several lines at once. And then Batgirl be like, "Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, good job. Aren't you?" Twelve, yeah, yeah, uh, whatever. I guess we'll see next time when we our dynamic duo plus the competent bad girl takes on Egghead and uh, Olga, Queen of the Cossacks. <laughs> Egghead and some lady he knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she does close up magic like the last time she was on the show because I was she was Zelda the Great, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well. Guess we'll see you next time, folks. 
Uh, as always, you can follow us on Facebook at Surf Kings of Gotham, on YouTube at Surf Kings of Gotham, on Twitter and Instagram at our show on shows, or of course, at our show on shows.com. We're going to hire a lady from an online help desk to Batgirl that shit and make it all work amazingly. <laughs> That'd be cool. She'll be like, she'll be like in like Malaysia going like, why is this so hard for you incompetent boobs? Yeah, but at the same time, why put in the effort? We only got like six people that listen to this anyway. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a poor use of their time. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna check it out anyway. Yeah, I'm just kidding. We we we're love on you to you. Yeah, you didn't even tell your friends. We told you several times to tell your friends. What's that? Yeah. I don't have any friends. Well, make some and tell them. Yeah, yeah. Go make a make friend. Your eyes flicker. Yeah, and. Don't spray them in the face with oven cleaner. Or spray them in the face with oven cleaner if they don't listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Say hello there, stranger. My name is your name here. Here's a good way for us to become friends. Let's list the podcast we listen to. Mine includes Surf Kings of Gotham. This is a can of oven cleaner. Listen to it now or you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, guess that, guess that death wraps up this episode. <laughs> Till next time, bye everybody. Bye, Dr. Nick. Sir King of Gotham. <laughs>